Destination Morocco is excited to announce our new supporters platform where you can show your support for the podcast. Since early 2022, we have delighted in sharing with you the best of Morocco. Great travel advice, cultural insights, conversations with fellow travelers, and our own personal recommendations drawn from a lifetime of experiences. After all, we are proudly Moroccan-owned and operated with the mission to be genuine and trustworthy leaders in Moroccan tourism. Now, you can contribute directly to the podcast and help us continue this mission. Whether five, eight, or ten dollars, a one-time or a monthly commitment, your support is greatly appreciated and keeps the podcast going strong. Follow the link in the podcast show notes or go to coffee.com. That's ko-fi.com and simply search for the word Morocco. See you there. Welcome to the Destination Morocco podcast, the show that takes you away to the beautiful country of Morocco. I am your host, Azadeen El Mustakim. In each episode, we explore Moroccan culture, history, attractions, and activities. Real and practical information coming from experienced travelers and native Moroccans like myself. And now, let's go exploring.
we are here today all the way from village Qasr al-Khamliya. Uh, just to give you a little bit of perspective, it's about six kilometers from uh, Mazuga Desert. Is that right? Yes. Okay. In today's episode, we have a very special guest, Mr. Muhammad or Muhammad with us. Mr. Muhammad, welcome to the podcast. Very glad so to much. have you today. And Thank you so much. We appreciate your hospitality. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. You are so welcome. Also, we are so happy for your existence with us here today. So you are so welcome with us. I will appreciate that. Thank you so much. Mr. Muhammad, would you please tell us and the audience a little bit about yourself, your yeah, background? Sure. So my name is Muhammad. I am 26 years old. I start music here in Khamliya around uh, eight years old. Since you were eight years yeah. old, okay, wow. Until okay. now, so we, we're still playing music. I'm eight years old. <laughs> okay, perfect. What can you tell us about the history of Qasr al-Khamliya, the people? So, for uh, about Khamliya, Khamliya it's an Namazia word. And what it's, does it mean? It's expressed like the green some green where some green land vegetation know? okay yeah so that's why people came to live here in the past because of the agriculture i see but for now it's totally different yes as, it's, you, as you can yeah. see <laughs> it's very dry yeah very hot it looks like it's been dried out for quite some time exactly what can you tell us about the history yeah. of the ganawa music and we watched you do a couple of shows earlier for us today just amazing, incredible. So if you can give us the, the little bit of history of Gnawa music. Yeah, sure. Please. So for the Gnawa music, it's traditional music. It's an African traditional music and it's spiritual music also. Black people created it, became okay. in the past as someone as slaves and someone as nomads. Nomads. The, okay. Yeah. So when you said, can you tell us the country specific? specific countries yes actually there is no one no specific specific countries. i see just we can say sub-saharan Sub countries okay. all the black countries okay so all black people came as slaves as, as nomads from all the black countries so, okay so they came to morocco they came to morocco and uh, from morocco to other countries and as I you see. can see in see. us or in europe yes okay uh what does Gnawa music mean to them and what's the significance of Gnawa music to them and to this region? So for Gnawa music, it has been created just to express the suffering of its slaves I see. with spiritual music. So it's to express the suffering of its slaves and how they were looking for freedom mm. and for us also how we got freedom because it's religious music also okay. in this side of getting freedom. Because for us, we believe that we get our freedom because of Islam. That's okay. why in most of our uh, music songs, we are talking about God, about Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. And uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very, very short description. I see that you said that you were playing music yeah. since you were eight years old. Can you take us back to your father's generation, to your grandfather's generation? Yeah, sure. How was that music? Has it changed since then, or the culture of it and the tradition, it's still the same? Surely not. It's not the same. It's not the same. In okay. the past, it's, it was life here so hard, you know. Okay. Can you explain a little bit after, more? After the agriculture and uh, after the, the coming of the occupation of the French, okay. 
people were uh, were working with French, especially in place here. It's called Mephis. Mephis okay. was working in the metallic. Okay, give me just one second because yeah. to explain to the audience, we have visited this site just earlier today, and we've seen how harsh that life is. We've seen, we've shown how the village is and how people live in those harsh and harsh and very difficult conditions under the occupation of the French. This is back in 1912. So it's over a century. And they were used for labor, basically. And his grandfather was one of those people. And our guide told us that they used to have a day off, maybe once a week. But in his case, his grandfather used to have one day off in two weeks. So your grandfather will come from those mines to the village to see his family, which is, you know... My grandfather, he was working with the occupation, as you know. And he, he just can come back one time in two around weeks. two weeks. Two yes, weeks. exactly. And it was so hard, hard work for them there. I can imagine. Yeah, I mean, going up all the way to those caves, just it's, it's beyond difficult. So what else can you tell us about the importance of Gnawa music? We, we understand you said that it's sub-Saharian. It doesn't really have a specific origin, but sub-Saharian came here in caravans as slaves. Uh, and the other one, they came by ships yes, exactly. through yeah. uh, Isawera. Yeah. So the Gnawa music here, is it the same as the Gnawa music in Isawera or in Marrakesh or anywhere else that is being played in Morocco? It's not the same as you can see just in the dress. Yes, of course, yeah. Here we are using the white dress as an uh, expression of peace. Peace, yeah. I see, okay. And also because it's totally different, because here it's not like the city. The yeah, city, yeah. the working city is totally different. Yeah, than uh, yes, absolutely. absolutely. Because here in the past, most of, of the slaves, they work just with nomads. Yes. To keep saving them animals here. In, um, I see. Yeah. Okay. That must have been very difficult. Yeah. I can just imagine. It's just, uh, it's just beyond incredible. So... Can you give us a little bit of history of how the Gnawa music is supported? You know, I see there's a lot of tourists. We've been here for probably two and a half hours and I've seen people come in and out, yeah. in and out, and in and out. Small groups, a couple. Is that the only way or one of the ways that you guys get support in the Khamenei village? Yes, okay. for the moment, yes. Okay. <laughs> is it enough or you need more help? Actually, we still need more help. You need more help yeah. there. Okay, I don't want to say anything. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> I see the importance of you, obviously, trying to keep the tradition alive, yeah, moving from you know, generation to generation yeah. to generation, which is very, very meaningful. As we speak, the Gnawa Music Festival in Issawira, it goes on for a few days. And do you have something similar here in Khamliya? Yes. A festival? Yeah, here in Khamliya also we, we have festival. Each year in August. In August. Yes. In, okay. For this year, it will be in the first days of August. First few days, okay. Yes. Okay, so now the, the, the festival in August, why is it specifically in August? Is there a reason why? Or is just that's how it has always been? The reason is the uh, same reason why people came to live here for yeah. the agriculture. I see, yes. So people in the past, they finished the agricultural work in summer. So that's why... They prepared festival and oh, it makes sense. Same, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Exactly. To celebrate so when, the harvest 
when all finish with the, with, with agriculture, okay. they start the festival. Okay, I see. Anybody can attend the festival or you have to be invited to attend the festival? No, there is no invitation for the festival. Anyone can. Anyone can attend, yeah. but do you send some specific invitation to people just from before, around the village? Just before the days of the festival. I see. We, we have, because as I told you, it takes like uh, one month of preparation. Okay. So in these days before, we prepare it by turning around the villages and uh, getting some supports like money or I see. some dish. Okay. To help? Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Is there a specific area where the festival is being done? Is it like a big tent or how many people usually attend the festival? And how long is the festival, by the way? So for the festival, it's three days. Three days. For three days. And there is a specific place. Sure. Okay. How many people can that place? There is a lot of people. A lot of people, yeah. okay. Because also in summer there is the national tourist. Yes. So as you know, Mirzuga is known by the sand and that way that yes. they are covering absolutely, the absolutely. Exactly. Do you invite any certain type of guests like ministries, yes. ministers yes, and yes, stuff yes, like exactly. that? Okay, I see, sure. I see. So um, what else can you tell us about your story, about your history in <laughs> Just to give you some information about the groups of, yes. of music, because normally there is the big group of music that is preparing the, the festival. festival. Yeah, I see. And it's not the same as this one. Okay. Because normally this one, it's new, newest than the other one. So this is the newest group. So basically, we talked earlier and you said that yeah. you have three groups. The biggest group is the one that takes care of yeah, exactly. preparing the festival. And the festival, it really takes one month. a month yes, to, around to, to month. yeah, around one month to get it prepared. And the reason why it's in August, because it's after the, okay, the Eid. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Eid al-Adha. <laughs> because if you look at Ramadan and then Eid al-Adha, which is the biggest holiday in our Islamic calendar, it's about two months and ten days. So people they need a little bit more time. So we're talking about probably the first week of July will, the preparation will be yeah. starting preparing for the festival. So that's why it takes approximately about 30 days to get it done. And that's the reason why it moved to August and it moves around depending on the lunar calendar where that falls. So probably it's going to be in August for some time. Then it'll probably move to July at June. some point. Yes, July at some point then, you know, and it moves slowly year after year. Uh, which is very interesting. So, in the village, you have three groups. Obviously, that's the biggest. Then you have a second group uh, that takes care of the tourists, for example, us. When we came in and uh, we, we've seen a lot of people in and out and you've been doing some shows, quite few actually, and sometimes it gets busy. So, in that yeah. case, you have to create yes. another, group another group of Gnawa music. Yeah. So, can you walk us through that experience, please? Yeah, because, as you know, this group is the second one after the, the big one. Big one. Okay, so you're, you're right in the middle. It has been created by Mr. Zaid. Zaid. So this is group Zaid yeah. of Gnawa music. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So sometimes it became full. I see. So there is nowhere to play the music for the for other the guests. guests. I see. That's why we need another group to create another okay. group. That's why there is Bambara group. Okay. So the big group takes care of the logistics of big yeah. events, yes. then it's you take care of something like this, which is just incredible. And then when it gets busy and there's like a waiting list and people are waiting, 
then the other group of Gnawa music will, exactly. will, will take over. And okay. for now, the two groups are working in together. Same, yes, yes. Same, same time. And at the same time, each group need help from the other. I see. They collaborate. Yes, okay, exactly. that's it's teamwork basically. Yeah. That's really, really good. So explain to us the importance of Gnawa music to this region. Marzouga, the, the south of Morocco region. Why is it really important? Why are you keeping this tradition alive? Because it's now it's like a part of, of life here. Because of, for us, it's yeah. very important because it's our work for now. And also for the other, uh, other villages, it's very important because it's part of the tours, mm. the touristic mm, I see. programs, you know? Yes. To okay. pass it from here to discover the place mm. and to get information about the place, the village. Okay. The question that I have for you, Sir Muhammad, Sir Muhammad, is can anybody come and visit you here or do they have to make a reservation? Do they have to make a booking ahead or how does it normally work? No, anyone can visit us here. In no reservation in. No reservation. Okay. And they get welcomed with the Gnawa music, yeah. authentic Gnawa music and Minty, the tea was just very different. Yeah. It has a kick. <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about, it's, you know, the, the desert tea is very different. So yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. Now, the question that I have, I want to see if there's anything else you want to share with the audience, something that we did not talk about, you and I. So just to make you know that uh, here in Khamliya also, we have bivouac uh, Gnawa around, yes. Oh, I did not know Just that. here. And also, we have uh, Riyadh. Okay. So, Sir Muhammad, what he just said that they have Riyadh with the local family, uh, Gnawa, and also they have a camp, Gnawa camp in the desert. Yeah. Where you can enjoy music yes. at yes. night. And it be totally different, of course, than, than, than the one the that we just... Yeah. Oh, wow. Because it's be, it be with uh, women, because normally there is women also playing music with I us. See. So, in the in the, in the camp. camp, it's music with the woman. It's a mixture of men yeah. and women playing yeah, exactly. music in yeah. the camp to get traditional. Obviously, after dinner. Yeah. Yes. Oh, nice, nice. Okay. Anything else, Mohammed? That's it. Thank you so much. Thank this concludes our episode of today's Gnawa music. Really, really appreciate you tuning in. And please book a trip to Destination Morocco podcast. Thank you. High five. That's <laughs> gone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
Traveled the world, but Morocco's allure beckons you. Destination Morocco is here to create the perfect once-in-a-lifetime Moroccan journey, tailored exclusively to your desires. Let us craft an itinerary that unlocks the secrets of this mesmerizing land just for you. For a luxurious, bespoke Moroccan adventure of a lifetime, visit destinationsmorocco.com that's destinations with an s morocco.com and let us turn your dreams into reality your amazing moroccan experience awaits <laughs> 